Good morning, Black and White Network and Black and White News on Rumble. Welcome to the Tuesday morning live stream here. Rhodes is here. What's going on, sir? Good morning. How's it going, Mr. Matrix? Going good, man. Going good. Let's wait for some people to actually uh, get in here. Let me make sure the Rumble uh, uh, video is working, which I'm pretty sure it will be. And let's see here. It's still showing. I think it's. A, I think Rumble has a bit of a d- delay. I think so. Yeah. On this, I e- mean, even even, even more even, so than YouTube. Yeah, I was going to say YouTube's got a nice little about sixteen second delay going. Yeah, something like that. Um, really quickly, if you're catching us for the first time on podcast, make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasting from. We're available Spotify, Google, Apple, Breaker, CastBox. My personal favorite, CastBox, is what I use. CastBox, that's what you use? Yeah. I use, I use I Spotify use. Uh, mostly still. Uh, let's see. Who who do I actually, because I do a lot of my research for the Black, Black and White Sports 2 channel. I get a lot of my info from various podcasts. And guys around the way, uh, I'm trying to find who all I am subscribed to real quick. I'm trying to wait for, I'm trying to also stall so more people can get in here. Cause I don't want to do a, a rundown without more people being in the chat. Right. I am, I am subscribed to the GM shuffle. That's Michael Lombardi's podcast. Daniel Jeremiah, Bucky Brooks, move the sticks. Pat McAfee, Tom Kernan's Patriot Talk, Ross Tucker's Football Pod, Next Pass Pod, Bill Simmons, John Middlecoff, Haberman and Middlecoff, Chris Sims, Unbuttoned, Ryan Rossillo, and I am subscribed to Club Random, Bill Maher. I don't know why the um, the Rumble, it's it's not broadcasting yet on Rumble. It's not. I, I don't know why. What's going on? Take take the helm, Rose. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. check something yeah. here. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's check out who jumped in the chat this morning. And good morning, everybody. We got uh, CD. What's up? Keep up the good work. We are trying. Jersey yes, Dolphins in the hizzy. Trishina Deventre. Uh, probably screwed up your name. I'm sorry. I apologize. Pecos Jack. That's a great name. Not to be confused with Cactus Jack. D. Carey in the house. What's up? Old school. Long time subscriber. Road Squadron. Road Squadron action. That's nice. Ladybug. Good morning. Is Rumble down? People are asking right now. Oh, is Jason? Rumble itself down? Oh. Is that what yeah. is that what you're asking? Maybe because, Zachary, um, Zachary Allen. Because pretty I, sure Rumble is down. Zachary oh, Allen let, is. Let saying. me see here. Oh, let, what the what, hell? What happened? I got a I got a nothing, a big fat nothing burger with Rumble. What the hell? Look what I got, homie. When I when I put in Rumble. This is what I got right here. 
this page is not working. Rumble is unable to handle the request. That's what I got what? when I tried to go to Rumble. Yep. Oh, okay. So Rumble is down. I was wondering, like, what is going on? Why? Because the stream, I'm actually right here. Let me show you what I, I actually um see here. Because I already had this up. So maybe it went down. I don't know when. That's what I'm seeing right there when I click. Mm the button that's it so i got that the other day i had to actually um i had to actually refresh my screen and the and the stream started so i don't i don't know because it looks like rumble's just down period. yeah i guess rumble's down because i kept refreshing and um nothing nothing so i guess you know it'll still be up i'm not going to delete it from um, rumble i guess people can watch it on uh, the playback over there and um hey, it is what it is man yeah yeah there we can do about it i mean hopefully they're they're coming for rumble now yep bite biden's biden's using his walker to try to try to get up we gotta get that magas off the rumble <laughs> oh they're burning down our country yeah uh, no that would be the democrats protesting and running amok in your street ssd train one what's up Mick Walsh in the hizzy, huge jazz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is J.R. Ewing making a cameo today? He is currently snoring over on the bed. Noodle, yep, I'm sure he will, actually. Uh, he is Iron Man. Yeah. What's going on? Corin USA by the tracks homestead. I just opened Rumble by the tracks homestead. I am all about some good homestead action. So as I bring up another YouTube tab, just to go over and look, uh, John, have you gotten into the? Uh, do you do you consume any content related to homesteading? Have you watched any of that? Uh, no, no. So. Okay. I, I, we just got through, I had seen the first couple of seasons, but me and Melissa just got through binge watching 10 seasons of Homestead Rescue on Discovery Plus. Uh. And then, and then we, and then we binged the two seasons of, uh, Rainy Ranch. This guy is this homesteader and he goes out to various off-grid homesteads around the country, and he surveys what's going on with their property, their water situation, electric, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, okay, this is a hot-ass mess. Let's fix all of this and try to set this up better. Um, pretty good stuff. guy named Marty Rainey out of Alaska, his, his homestead, he's got 40 acres in Alaska. And it's his daughter, Misty, and his son, Matt. And this is like a big rated show on Discovery Channel. Um, oh, by the way, Rumble's working now. Okay, Rumble's up. We're, we're awesome. live. We're live now. Okay. Good job. Okay. So, and uh, n my channel is not. Hi. Rhodes just froze up, man. He, he probably got kicked out. We should, somebody should actually meme him right now, you know? 
anyway, um, while he's actually talking about that, no, I haven't watched um, uh, those shows right there. Rose will probably be jumping back in here in a second. This actually has happened a few times when we've gone live where um, he's he's been kicked out. So I guess it's uh, his uh, internet. But they did rumble, so I, I guess they have to roads his um, internet connection now. I don't know what happened, but uh, let me take him off right there. So it's just me for right now, guys. <laughs> and I was ready to get into this um this main topic there. Yeah, he he left, but why he's doing that? Uh, thank you for the uh, new channel members. Um, by the way, member live stream will be um this Friday. If you um. Wouldn't mind becoming a channel member. Just click the join button and um, you can become a member for just start just five dollars a month. And every Friday, uncensored live stream. We appreciate that. You can do that right here on YouTube or at black and white uh, network dot com. Internet, right, Rhodes? What the hell? Yeah, I looked down. I had a little pop up. It says your Internet has been restored. Well, where did it go to begin with, asshole? Where did my Internet go to begin with? Yeah. Thank, thanks for thanks for nothing, Verizon. Wow. Abels. 73 watching. Everybody absolutely pound. I mean, mega pound the like button straight share to hell. Straight, just, share the stream, too. Just. I think, we, I, I think we've been suppressed today again. Just smash the ever-loving mess out of that. Um like button yeah yeah okay we've been um about 10 minutes now all the introductions are here might as well just get into it right uh, uh just just jump in i reckon so just ron desantis right Rhodes actually told me about this here ron, ron desantis um he's not a big fan of uh bud light he's not a fan so we got two articles here right here this is the first one here without the video. Uh, the Santa says Anheuser Busch is too woke. Lost him as a customer. Why would you want to drink Bud Light? That's a good question. Why that's would you a, want to drink Bud Light at this point? That's a great question. A great question. Fantastic question uh, from Ron DeSantis right there. I mean, if these companies don't respect their customer base, don't be their customer. Don't be their customer. Uh, I guess down here, he gave an interview with uh, Benny Johnson. And he said he wouldn't be drinking Bud Light anymore. Um, as he did not wish to help enable woke companies and their goals of trying to change our country, trying to change policy, and trying to change the culture. Quote, why would you want to drink Bud Light? I mean, honestly, that's like them rubbing our faces in. And it's like these companies that do this, if they never have any response, they're just going to keep doing it, uh, DeSantis told Johnson. The Republican governor suggested conservatives do not have to sit on the sidelines on the issue, but they have power to hit the company where it hurts their bottom line. And I do agree with that. Uh, quote, so if you as a customer like, yeah, they're doing that, but I'm just going to keep drinking it anyways. Well, then we're going to keep doing it. The governor continued. So I think we have we have a uh, power as consumers to make our voice heard. 
and not even not on every uh not and not on every company because sometimes conservatives conservative customers aren't going to make a dent in some companies. Do you think he actually said this here because of um Trump Jr.? Well, I mean, he is a politician at the end of the day. And I know if I was Ron DeSantis, I would certainly capitalize on the opportunity. Yeah, I wouldn't let it I wouldn't let Ron it go DeSantis, by. I mean Ron DeSantis had a had a rough month when um you know when Trump was going after him and his non silence. Now, I would be lying if I thought he didn't really believe this. Oh yeah, he definitely I, I think he this. I think he believes it, you know, I do. Uh, but sure. I mean, I, I mean, politicians are not going to do anything. It feels like without some kind of an ulterior motive, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, and I like Ron DeSantis. I do. I mean, it, when he runs in 2028, he's going to get my, he's going to get my vote, but, um, well, provided he doesn't screw up even more royally, right. but, um, yeah, I mean, I do. I think he actually means this, but yeah, of course, it's a it's a political opportunity and, and a good one. It's a it's a good political. It's opportunity. a really good um political opportunity. Sure, for him. Um, yeah, it's not surprising. I'm I'm willing to bet that a majority of the base actually agree with what he said. And the timing could be more perfect when uh, Trump Jr. is out there saying, "Oh, stop the boycott." No, granted. Trump Jr. isn't running, but he's associated with his father. And I'm pretty sure Trump's senior probably said, what the hell are you saying? <laughs> how how big of a hole in Don Jr.'s ass did did Don Sr. Uh, <laughs> put in, in, in said son? Because my biggest issue with what Don Jr. had to say, it had to do with the money part. Right. When he brought up money, I was like, that is, I mean, that was some murky Cypress swamp politician action. When you're bringing up the money you're getting donated and they gave this much money on top of that, I'm starting to think, okay, so you, you've lost how much money on your stock right now? Is that what you're saying? You're, you're starting to flip out cause you're seeing your own dollar signs crashing and burning. I mean, Look, if anybody's got stock in these corporations, and I understand a lot of people do, yeah, but you've got to be prepared for them to do something stupid like this. It, I mean, as shocking as it is that Bud Light is the ones that did it, that's why you that kind of where we're at. Your portfolio, you better, you better. This is the gonna, main reason right here for diversification. You're gonna be left with a much smaller bag. I mean, let's let's be honest. And I think I saw uh, I saw this morning, and it was in passing, but I saw something in the neighborhood of seven and a half billion is where we're at oh, right really? now. I think, yeah, yeah, it was on somebody's YouTube channel. It was in their title, but I don't was know that how this morning. That is, yeah, I saw it this morning. Uh, but it said Bud Light's lost. Seven and a half billion. Um, hmm. Well, keep it going, man. Maybe they they haven't even bent the knee yet. They gave a non apology. So, you know what? Keep keep this going, man. Maybe it can get to 
10 billion down, 20 billion down. I'm here for it, you know? I'm here for it. Uh, I'm trying to find anything that would back said claim. And we're starting to get more I, people in here now. 116 people watching. I and know, over here on Rumble sorry. also, 15 people watching. So starting to make some gains here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the it, you mean we're not being suppressed all of a sudden? Well, randomly? yeah. All of a sudden now it's starting people starting to come in. Now, was there there was actual video to that? I haven't seen oh, the video. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Rhodes has not seen this video. I want to see this. I want to see this. Boy, uh, it's this, epic, uh, man. This is on Fox News. Teen DeSantis mocks Bud Light in new parody video supporting women's sports. Now, one of my favorite um, beer commercials was the Real Men of Genius, and DeSantis. He hit it right on the money right here. It's a parody of um, Real Men of Genius. Why? Because they got real men now. <laughs> and all these uh, woke sports uh, leads out there trying to put uh, men in women's sports. Nah. Nah. But this is it right here. Um, it's called um, Real Men of Women. Real Men of Women's Sports. <laughs> That's what it's called. Uh you ready for this, Rhodes? I know you're going to die laughing. Let's do it. Okay. In DeSantis presents. Real man of women's sports. Today. <laughs> <laughs> the system. Once mediocre in the men's division, now cream of the crop in the women's. From mediocre to champion. You couldn't cut it with the boys. Wow. Podium. Real man, steal first place. Because without you, <laughs> sports would be fair. Without you, women's sports would be for, well, women. <laughs> wow. That's funny as hell. That is funny right there. That is funny, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. God. Good old Bud Light, man. How did they go wrong? Didn't they have the best beer commercials? They had, they had some of the best beer commercials. Now, I'm going to be the first to tell you, I did not like Bud Light's beer. I didn't. So, I can now... Well, I believe that a lot said, of I believe when it comes to beer, I believe a lot of it is marketing. How is marketing? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, now, when I would low carb, when I'd go on a low carb diet, you drink Michelob, Bud Light? No, Michelob, Michelob Ultra oh, okay. is is one of their brands, you know. And uh, in fact, Melissa said the other day she was like, Michelob Ultra is one. Of, I said, yeah. She was like, son of a bitch i was like yeah <laughs> i mean it's a ton of brands in there you know i mean yeah. i can only imagine how i've got buddies one of my best friends and his wife they are massive massive jimmy buffett fans so they are huge in the land shark beer i guarantee you they're not drinking it right now yeah. you know i i can tell you that right now they're not drinking it see to know? me i believe that marketing is it means almost everything. One one reason why I started drinking Dosakis was because the commercial, the most in interesting man in the world, very, very good line of commercials. And then I started drinking it. Hey, it's pretty good beer. That's my beer choice when I actually go out and actually do drink beer is uh, Dosakis. 
or Shinabot, because it's made here in um, in Texas. One of the things I like to do is if I'm gonna if I cook a steak, you know, it's summertime. I'm outside. I'm grilling. I'm I'm cooking. I always always wrap my potatoes up in aluminum foil. I yeah. cook my potatoes on the grill along with my steak. And while I'm cooking them, getting ready to eat my steak, I like this. It's called Linen Kugels Summer Shandy. It's like a. It's got a lemon twinge to it, but hmm. not like that nasty ass hard. What is it? Hard lemonade or Mike's? Mike's hard something. lemonade. Nah, it's it's much better than that. It's heavy as hell, but it's it's much better. It's real good with a steak. Summer day, you know. You got the humidity going in Texas and a couple of cold ones of those. Yeah, with a good steak, good, good, barely just knock the horns off, punch the cow in the mouth, and yeah. throw it on a, you know, three minutes on each side, serve it kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we nice. like our steak pretty rare. <laughs> I'm a mid rare on the steak. Are you? Mid rare. Got a Longhorn Steakhouse right down the road for me. That really good steak. Get the outlaw ribeye. Oh man, so good. Not cheap, got, but it's good. We got Texas Roadhouse and we got Saltgrass here. Yeah, we have a uh, salt Saltgrass. I'm not a fan of Saltgrass really. Texas Roadhouse, I like, but uh, I, like I think a that a Salt Saltgrass. That's actually um Tilman Fertitta's um uh, steakhouse. And it's actually in a casino in uh, Lake Charles, and uh, they don't have any flavor. They don't have any wow. flavor, if you ask me. See, a lot of people here, because for the longest time, we did not have a salt grass. The closest one was in Shreveport. A lot of people would drive from Longview to Shreveport just to eat there uh, and, and then drive home, you know? Uh, so, see, there's actually another restaurant in the Golden Nugget. Because there's a there's a Sawgrass and Golden Nugget Casino, because Tim Fertitta owns it. But there's another place, I think, I think it actually is. They have a pretty good ribeye in there, but it's not a steakhouse. They just have steak on the menu. I don't know where I got into this, or I think it might have been a Twitter page, or it could have been on Facebook, whatever. Do you remember? I'm gonna take you old school, because you're almost my age. You remember Bonanza and Sizzler? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. To, you're yeah. old enough to remember those. And I was looking at the prices. Like, this this website had the old ads I used to put out, and it was like, great steak dinner, $1.79. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, and it was, inflation. It was, yeah, it was from like 1978 or something oh, like yeah. that, you know? Yeah, a good but, steak is going to run you... At a steakhouse, $25, $30 on the low end. Something like that. It cost us around $65 to eat at Roadhouse, two people. Yeah. I, I like I like Roadhouse. One beer, maybe, with my steak. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, we got Super Chats here. Mick Walsh for two euros. I tweeted... Uh, you that after Dan Dockage uh, showed the vid- video, are you talking about the Ron DeSantis video? Yeah, I, I don't think I've, I think I've been on Twitter one time today. So, oh, actually, I got something pulled up on Twitter. We'll, we'll get into it though. 
Hey, thanks for that donation. Uh, Jason Wolf, $2. Uh, Nicole Bass was ahead of her time. Rhodes with a smiley face. Nicole Bass. Why do I know that name? I don't know her. I do know that name yep. for some reason. Yeah, I don't know her. Uh, oh, thanks that's for the right. She was um, she was a wrestler back in the day, but I also remember her from uh, bodybuilding. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, she's dead. I she? didn't know she was dead. Well, I mean, when you see a picture of her, I mean, she was probably taking so many steroids, she was probably peeing blood. At, at the, I mean, it was... Um, she made China look small. Let's put it that China way. China was jacked. What, yeah. What's her name? Nicole Bass? Nicole Bass, yeah. I'm going to look her up here. Yeah. All right. But she yeah. died today. Yep. 52 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. She looks like a female Schwarzenegger. Yeah, she is a big girl and had that sort of weird face because... That weird wind straw deca. Wait, Nicole died. Bass died in, died in twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I, I thought you said it was like literally recently or something. No. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't know she was dead. Period. That was. Oh, okay, okay. That was my thing. Yeah, I I didn't know she was. Uh, I do remember her now. Dad gum. I really remember her now. Yeah. That's crazy. She was in ECW, too, now, come to think of it. Ah. Actually. Okay. Uh, thanks to those uh, Super Chats. We really do appreciate it. Um, John's like, wrestling? Uh, uh. <laughs> I used to watch wrestling back in the day. I she mean, was old school wrestling. 6'2", 231. Huh. 6'2", yeah, that's uh, Schwarzenegger size. Schwarzenegger was six two, and he was two thirty at his um at his bodybuilding weight. Leah Thomas, I'm sure, is a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, all right. Anyway, thanks to those uh, super chats. We really do appreciate those uh, donations. They really, really do help us out a lot and sustain these morning live streams that we want to give to you guys every single day. Um. I need we need to talk about what I actually texted you last night about this young black kid got shot. He got shot twice by an 85-year-old white man. Now, something is a bit off about this thing to me. Because have you heard about this? No, I haven't. Okay. I believe there's this has to be more distorting this. Okay. This kid, 16 years old, was told to go and pick up um, his siblings at this address. The story is he went to the wrong house. Okay. I believe like these streets have similar names. He ended up in another one. No cell phone. Also, by the way, didn't have a cell phone. Kind of odd right there. But, um, Allegedly, he went to the door, knocked on the door, and then this old white man just all of a sudden, I believe, takes his gun, shoots him twice. 
He is shot in the forehead and in, in the uh, shoulder. And the story is he said, don't come back or something like that. The kid goes to like three different houses and before he gets uh, help. And of course, you know what the media is doing with this, right? Immediately jumping on the race car. They're saying this is racially motivated, even though we don't have any evidence that this is racially motivated. So I'm going to read this now that I actually gave you the background here. Do we have any idea like what time of the day this happened? Was it at night? This was was at night, I believe. This was at night. Okay. It says Thursday night. Yeah. And guess who's representing his family? Ben Crump. Oh, this old man. Yeah. So I don't know what to make of this. But doesn't it just seem weird that this man just takes his gun and just shoots the kid twice? I think it's pretty obvious in some way he probably felt threatened. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I, we don't we don't even know all of the what what made bo- him go and shoot. I'm not I saying it's not racially motivated, but we don't even know. But look here, check this out. I don't believe for a second he just randomly opened fire on on a kid for no yeah, reason. Something's weird about Dang, that. I don't buy that for a solitary yeah, second. Yeah, something's weird that. about that. I do. But um, it says here an 84-year-old white man in Kansas City, Missouri, was charged Monday with first-degree assault for shooting a black teen who mistakenly went to uh, the man's home to pick up his younger brothers. Prosecutors, prosecuting attorney uh, Zachary Thompson said in a news conference that there was a racial component Thursday night when Andrew Lester twice shot 16-year-old uh, Ralph Yall, who was recovering at home after being released from the hospital. But nothing in the charging documents says the shooting was racially motivated. Thomas clarified. That's coming from the prosecutor right there. Okay. Quote, we understand how frustrating this has been, but I can assure you, the criminal justice system is working and will continue to work, Thomas said. Uh, the shooting outraged many in Kansas City and, and across the country. Uh, civic and political leaders, including Biden, demanded oh. justice. Um, y'all is an honor student and all state band member. And right here it says no words were exchanged before the shooting. The probable cause statement said. But afterwards, as y'all got up to run, he heard Lester yell, don't come around here. Y'all ran to multiple homes, asked for help for finding someone who would uh, call the police. It says right there, it was around 10 p.m., roughly 10 p.m. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know if this is normal, but do you go around beating on doors at 10 p.m. at night? Well, another thing, he was supposed to go pick up his siblings, and and my my thing is, you don't know. I, I don't know about you, man, but if I had a little brother, I'm actually gonna know where they're at. I've probably been to the place before. I I don't know. This is just weird, man. Okay, so I got a I got a few questions. Uh, yeah, but to us it is. 
It, to us, it is. Jer- Jersey Dolphin. It's not late, though. It is to us. I mean, I can tell you right now, you can ask John. I mean, Melissa's usually asleep by like 7. Yeah. And I'm usually asleep by like 8, 8.15, 8.30. And around here, no, you don't go knocking at door on doors at 10 p.m. Because if I'm being real, you're liable to get your ass shot around here. I, I'm just going to keep it real. Maybe that's being out in the country. But there's a lot of things that people look at. Okay, you're yeah. on my property. You're on my property. It's 10 p.m. at night. I don't know you, and I would want to know some other questions. Because look, they can come on here and they can do the. He was an honor student, and he was an all-state band member. Well, okay, is there any way in hell that 84-year-old man is supposed to know? That this kid's an honor student and uh, and an all-state band member. Of course he doesn't know that. He doesn't know the kid, and that's probably why the kid got shot. Okay? And then there's the question of what kind of area is this that they're living in? Is it a high-crime area? You know? Because let's be real. An 84-year-old man can, can be overpowered very easily. Right? He's not looking to fist fight somebody. But the thing and, is, I, there has to be something that we're missing here. I mean, people have knocked on my door before. And I just think it's re- really weird, weird this guy would just shoot him like that. I mean, that's, I'm not saying that it didn't happen, but. They're jumping on the race card. The race card angle really bothers me on this because remember I talked about um, the black kid that um, assaulted and robbed this Asian lady out here in Houston? Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Did anybody ever say that was racially motivated? They never said, the media never said it was racially motivated. But of, of course, course naturally, of course naturally the race hustlers are going to immediately jump to the race card because he's black, the guy's white. But when you actually have black, like a black, that black kid assaulting an Asian lady, they didn't say it was um, a hate crime. I don't know the motivation behind this. I don't think we know all the details yet. So I can't say one way or the other right now. I just, I just think what's happened in our society is we're failing to ask pertinent questions when something like this happens, right? Or I'm sure the cops did. It sounds like the prosecutor did ask questions, and he came away from it with sufficient answers. Well, he, he, was, he wasn't arrested immediately. I believe this took a few days before he actually got arrested. <laughs> Not only that, but what kind of gun was he using? A cap gun? He shot him in the forehead and shot him somewhere that, that's else? That's another thing also. <laughs> I if mean, you get shot in the with a forehead, gun? I, I don't know, man. He got shot, and he's already at home. I mean, was he, like, grazed on the forehead? A, a twenty-two in theory might not kill you. It could just, I mean, if it hit the skull in the right spot, it might, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, was he just you grazed know. or? Because he went to three uh, houses. 
and now he's already out of um the hospital. Well, and that's that's the other thing, you know. Or he could have been birdshot. Somebody brought up it could have been birdshot, and if it was of any distance, yeah, it would have hurt. But you know, I wish we I, had more details on this. That's because the, you know how the, the media likes to spin things. Yeah, remember the guy, um, the white guys, and where was that in Georgia? They shot the black guy, and uh, the media said, "Oh, he was just a jogger." When he really wasn't a jogger, he was casing all these houses. Yeah, well, they and they went to they went to prison, but the dude was not a jogger. There's video on of him going into houses that aren't his. Let me ask you a question, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real, y'all y'all know I'm finna be real right here. Would the old man have shot the kid prior to George Floyd and all the rioting and the looting? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I mean, really, I really don't have any idea about that. David Gordon like, got killed. You know, I yeah, mean, but the thing is, I don't think we know. I think they're leaving. Something has to be getting left out of this. Knock on the door. Bam, bam! Don't come back. Pop, pop. Yeah. Something has to be missing. I wonder if that old man has um dementia video. or have we thought about that? I mean, how what yeah. how's his at four at eighty four years old? How's his mental acuity? You know, but I think just, there's actually there's actually video of it. I don't think he does because that was actually news reporters trying to talk to him also and his neighbors. So it seems like his neighbors were trying to be supportive of him too on news clips. That's why oh. I said we. I think we're missing something here. Look at this. He shot him through a glass door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he was actually cleaning up his um. He replaces a uh, door. After um. I mean, I I'm just, I just think it's lazy that we automatically jump to the the race the race component. The race card, yeah, this. yeah. You know, I mean. I'm glad the kids all right, man. I mean, whew, man. And and this is this is maybe a difference in area. Somebody said in in New Jersey, you know, somebody showing up at your house at 10 p.m. is no big deal. Blah blah blah. Well, the, like oh I yeah, said, this is in Kansas City, right? You know, we're out in the country. You come knocking at the door at 10 p.m. Yeah, I may we may flash a gun at you. I, I'm just you know I'm just saying. To be honest, you know because but, our first thought is you've got no business yeah. being here. At my my thing is my thing I don't is, know you. That's my that's thing is part. I don't trust the media and what they're putting out. Oh no, hell the no. media lies. Hell no, no, they, they lied about George Floyd. George Floyd when he died was actually in the act of committing a crime. He was committing a crime. He was passing off fake money in that store. And they did it like not once, but that was the second time they did it that day. I mean, the media lies about this stuff. I'm not saying it's not true, but I don't trust the media. Well, I mean, let's just, this is going to be raw, but George Floyd was a scumbag. Yeah, he was. I mean, 
He is not the kind of person you want your kids to actually grow up to be like. Not even remotely. I'm sorry. Not when you're remotely. actually pointing a gun at the stomach of a pregnant woman, yeah, you're a scumbag. And what does the this media is- always say at the end? Oh, trying to get his life together. Nah, not buying that. This is what is, I think, confuses people. Is that people always jump to some kind of racial component or or when somebody commits a crime, yada, yada, yada. Oh, my God. Err on the side of the criminal, this, that, and the third. You know, people that are law-abiding, people don't realize, do they not realize, we don't like criminals of any color. No. That's the great, I mean, look, whether it's it's, uh, Fentanyl Floyd or whether it's um, Joe Bob, no offense, Joe Bob (laughs) Purdue, but... Or whether it's Joe Bob up down by the, the the mobile trailer house cooking meth. Guess what? I look at both of them dudes the same. They both suck. They're both scumbags. I'm not going to have any kind of sympathy for either one of them dudes. I'm not. Sorry, not sorry. Huh. You know, that's the point. I mean, oh, my God, you're – because I used to always say I'd say fentanyl Floyd, and I'd talk – I mean, I'd – I'd dog out George Floyd and people come through. You're a racist, some bitch and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, no, if George Floyd was literally a 45 year old white man, F him. So, I mean, you know, he's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. He didn't comply. Yeah. You know, it's law abiding citizens are not going to have a bunch of sympathy for criminals. And that's the key word criminals right not black criminals not white criminals not asian criminals criminals let me tell you a true story man when um when i was i think i was in high school maybe and we had this one guy he was he started off like middle school like straight as a button then he just became a thug a criminal for years he actually got, um, I think he got gunned down in a drive-by shooting, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember the local news put up this picture of him, like, all buttoned up from, like, years ago, looking like he wasn't a criminal. I was like, hold on. This dude was terrible. Terrible. But the picture in the media was, oh, he looks like a good guy. Good guy. No, he was horrible. <laughs> every, this in the night. This in the nineteen nineties. Every a hole has the Oscar clip. Okay, I don't care who you are. At some point, somewhere, they done taking a picture of you in your in your Sears photography layout. <laughs> Where you threw the one time you threw a polo shirt on and and combed your hair and yep. looked like a decent human being, that's the one they're always going to put up. That one picture 
that the guy took during the three damn months he was actually sober and not on meth. Uh, all right. You know, yep. I mean, yep. it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, and look, somebody else said something, something down here about 16 year olds, 10 PM at night, you know, for all this old man knew he, this guy was 28 years old, you know, I mean, he don't 84 year. I, Look, dude, my my dad just passed away at 91. I can only imagine somebody's beating at the door at 10 p.m. You know, yeah, when my dad was 50 years old, it wouldn't have bothered him. But at 84, 85, 90, something in there, it's going to make him nervous because he knows he can't defend himself like he could 30 years ago. You know, I mean, you got to remember old people like that. They're not somebody I saw mention Stallone at his age. You do realize Stallone is a massive outlier. (laughs) Okay. Far as the way 70 sits and I mean, outside of the gray hair, you would think he's 30 (laughs) sits. I mean, Stallone is something different. Yeah. He's an outlier. Yeah. Uh, We got a super chat here. If I can find it. Uh, Whaler eight sixty for two dollars. Joe Biden does lines of puberty blockers. <laughs> I would not be surprised. It's That's definitely funny. stunted his uh, mental health. <laughs> oh boy. Um, what do you want to go next, man? Wherever you want to go, let's just let's just run the run the. Uh... Uh, well, I guess this is going to be a, a sports topic right here. We've done videos on the sports channel about um, Leah slash Will Thomas. You familiar with that person, Rhodes? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I seem to remember this is a a dude that came swinging into the girls' locker room when he was part of UPN's swimming team. Yeah. Fully uh, intact male. By the way. He still likes females. Oh, yeah. 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 For, yeah I for believe his... one of the uh, biggest misconceptions about the trans thing is, is that, like, if you're a dude and you want to be a woman, that you're into women. I mean, you're into uh, men. Not the case. If I'm not mistaken. I believe um, uh, Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner still into women. But that's besides the point. Well, Leah slash Will Thomas now is a full-blown activist. And this dude is speaking out against legislation to stop biological males from going into women's sports. Now, I would have not called this person an activist before because I don't think that uh, Leah, Will Thomas, whatever you want to call him, has actually truly said anything being a proponent of this stuff, right? I don't think so, but I'm yeah. not I'm not entirely sure. Well, that's all changed now, man. That has now all changed. Look at this here. Riley Gaines actually tweeted this out. And it's a video clip of this guy. Pretty pathetic, man. So we're gonna watch this here. <laughs> and he's wearing trans athletes belong in sports. Do you realize how much bigger you are than a woman? 
look look at this dude. <laughs> I mean, this person is light years bigger. I mean, this person was ranked like 400 on the men's team. Then a year later, took a whole year off from swimming. Number one on the women's side. Number one. Let's listen to this, guys. I need to uh, turn off the mute button that I actually help. My name is Leah Thomas. I'm a transgender woman, a former college swimmer, and the first trans athlete to be named Division I NCAA champion. I started swimming when I was five years old. It has taught me so much. It has given me so many opportunities to learn, grow, develop, and connect with my peers. Opportunities that I wouldn't have gotten if I didn't have access to athletics. That's why it breaks my heart to see trans kids across the country lose out on these opportunities. The Department of Education has proposed a new rule for Title IX regarding transgender athletes. This rule would prohibit blanket bans on transgender kids, especially in grades K through eight. However, it would not prohibit discrimination against trans kids in the high school and college levels under the guise of competitive fairness. Okay, so K through eight, I believe he was saying you could actually ban the uh, kids from like the, the boys from playing with the girls, but not high school and above. That's the most important one right there. Oh yeah, because that's when you are pretty much growing into your man body. Anyway, <laughs> that, let's that, finish. That's that's where the uncompetitive nothing, uncompetitive nature of all this is yeah, going to start yeah. getting really glaring. I've yeah, got and when so I, much to say already. When I played little league baseball, we actually had a girl on the team. But I was like six, seven years old. Right, right. I mean, that's, yeah, we 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 all had that one little Tom girl on the baseball team. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. But there is no way, no way that that girl would be able to play on a high school boys baseball team. No way. Damn manly ass voice. Yeah. <laughs> this rule is a good start. However, it is not enough. During this time of intense anti-trans backlash. The trans community needs explicit protections from discrimination in order to live our lives freely and equally. Luckily, this rule is not final. We have a 30-day period to urge the Biden administration to amend the rule and grant equal protection for all transgender kids, because all trans kids deserve the opportunity to compete and play in the sports they love without compromising who they are. Join me in commenting on this proposed rule and demanding equal protection for all transgender athletes. All trans kids deserve the opportunity to be themselves and participate. Wow. <laughs> I mean, where the bleep do I start right now? <laughs> well, I, I, this is what Riley Gaines did reply to this. Oh, let's, yeah. Uh, Riley Gaines uh, says, under the guise of competitive fairness, are you really trying to say you would have won a national title against the men? Does it not break your heart to see women lose out on these opportunities? The Biden administration uh, proposed bill denies science, truth, and common sense. Uh, this, this take is selfish and shows an utter disregard for women. The Biden administration is actively and aggressively working to pass laws that erase decent and fair treatment for women in sports. And she actually tags the POTUS account here. Go ahead, Rhodes. What do you got to say about this? I mean, 
Okay. The first, uh, well, actually, right here about um, this person actually trying to win a national title against the men. No, he failed competing against the men. Ranked four hundred. You know, this is look. This is about nothing more than competing against women because motherfucker, it's the only person, only people you can beat. Yeah, uh, it's the only people you can beat, and you know it. And somehow, some way, you've been able to justify. I guess checking. Maybe you never had any pride. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you. Maybe I'm not even saying you pushed your pride aside. Maybe you never had any. You know, because yeah. look, you got to be a pretty big damn loser. To go out there to try to face women in competition and feel good about yourself that you're dominating females. Dude, you're a straight up dude. You sound like a dude. And Got Lisa Ringer. Lisa Ringer, we appreciate you watching. No. No. You want to know why I say no? Because we need to quit entertaining this shit. And acting like it's normal and that there's not some kind of mental health freak component to this, okay? It's not okay. To hell with giving them a league. They don't need their own league. They need therapy. You know what? Okay? They need help. All right? You, you're you going out there and somehow in your mind you have uh, built it up that it's okay to go out and dominate women. And you're talking about all these trans rights and blah, 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 blah. What about the women's rights, dude? Fuck them. Is that what we're doing now? To hell with them. Yeah. We, we don't care about them women. We don't care that we know we are knowingly going out and dominating women in competition. All their hard work, all their coaching, all the money that these, these parents have spent to to get the the and and look some of these division one parents they spend a lot of money on nutrition and coaches and yada and yada and yada all this stuff all these years training personal trainers get them in shape blah 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 to hell with that right light their money on fire because the moment you come sauntering in swinging into the room you have completely taken all the work that they have done and you're pissing on it and you're doing, you're fine with it too. You're good. All right. There's something twisted about this. There, there truly is. There's something twisted. There's something involving female domination going on here. Uh, I, if I didn't know any better, I would think these dudes, uh, hate women to be honest with you like there's something about women that they're they're angry at women i don't know maybe maybe they can't get a date will thomas is that the problem you, we can't get a date here because you remember the nhl tried this uh quote unquote non-binary trans thing and it ended with a biological woman getting a concussion in a hockey match came in Got bumped by a man, bam, went down. Yeah, it, I, it's 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 baffling that somebody can 
that this guy can look in the mirror and be okay with what it is he sees in front of him. I mean, never mind your old goofy ass pink hair aside, and the fact that you're, I just, I just thought he went full of Megan Rapino. <laughs> the, the fact that you're you're sitting up there like a, a skinny Goldberg, talking into the camera, and you can see yourself, and you don't go, you know, maybe I should, uh, maybe I should look into a little therapy, maybe I should look into getting a little help, because yeah, the person I'm seeing in front of me, that's that's not normal. We've, we've, society is trying to normalize something that's very twisted and very ill. Do, do you think that um, he was influenced by social media and the media and what they're oh, pushing out there? Without a doubt. And influenced by politicians and, and. In other words, it, he was, he was groomed. Well, I think he's, uh, I think he's fully aware of the brave, stunning and courageous hero he was going to be by doing this. He knew that that was going to bring him fame. When ESPN is talking about you being involved with Women's History Month, are you yeah. bleeping me right now? That was You've got to be kidding me. It's a joke. This is crazy as hell. And I don't know. I, it's just, it's just, it's just nuts. It's amazing how Title IX is just. It's not for women anymore. It's not for protection of women. You can print that policy out, wipe your ass with it. It's no good anymore. They don't care about it. No, they don't. All that, all that work and shame on some of these women too. That that all these years have have went out there, and now we realize you've lied to us about all these women rights stuff. Yep. You've lied to us. You you've now you're making a fool out of yourself. Megan Rapino, Sue Bird, Billie Jean King. I'm really. You saw women. I got to give Martina Navratilova credit. She ain't down with this shit. Nah, she, and she's she been very vocal about it. Yeah. Yeah. And think about um, Billie Jean King. She beat um. Let let me let me actually look this up to make sure. It's the uh, battle. Oh. Because the battle of the sexes that happened between um. Billie Jean King and and the man, and she won. That was actually part two. Okay, um, part one. He had he had dominated this woman, and he's he was old anyway when um when he actually played against um Billie Jean King. Where is that? Yeah, Battle of the Sets is right here. Oh yeah, Battle of the Sets is part one. Arthur Ashe. No, no. Is that is that not? No, it? no. Check this out. The fit seemed to be in on this one because people only talk about the Battle of the Sets is part part two. Part one, which actually happened like six months six months before, he played Margaret Court. He dominated her six two six one. He plays Billie Jean King, and she wins in straight sets, 6-4, 6-3, 6-3. Something is, yeah, he was 55 years old it, at the time. Okay. Mar Margaret Court, uh, she's born in 42. Whoa. She was like 31. 
some I believe that Battle of the Sexes Part Two was fixed. Some it does it doesn't make any sense. Well, look, let's say Billie Jean King won it legit. And she was a great player then. I'm not taking anything away from her. Well, let's just say she won it legit. It it doesn't matter. It was an outlier. It was what's called an outlier. It, it No norms should be molded around that one outlier tennis yeah. victory. And then at that, you got to okay. remember, Bobby I mean, Ridd was way out of his prime. Way He was an old man. I mean, know, it's just... I'm willing to bet this 1973, if that was on um, Bjorn Borg or John McEnroe, they would have, they would have demolished. Obliterated her. It wouldn't have even been close. They probably yeah. wouldn't win a point. They probably would not have won a point. Man. <laughs> Martin Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good. That's anything good. else we need to talk about roads? Oh, that's up to you, man. We got all kinds of things we can talk about. We've got the mm-hmm. NFL player randomly dying. We've got uh, Antonio Brown. I sent that to you. Oh, yeah, the Chris Smith. Chris Smith. Um, why don't you take the lead on this one? You found this one here. Chris Smith? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and take the lead on that. Um, while you're pulling it up, um, we got a super chat here. Connor Akers, $5. I feel the uh, pandemic and our response to it has caused a massive explosion in this transgender nonsense and other crazy uh, woke moments. Yeah, You're not wrong about that, especially with bringing all the woke moments. You're right about that. Thanks for the donation. The pandemic did a lot of things. Yeah. Did a lot of damage. You know what I mean? Yep. For all kinds of reasons. I do think there is a section of the population that was teetering on the edge of losing lucid mental capacity that once they were in the house by themselves for a boat ton of time, especially in these blue states, yeah, I think they probably went a little nutty. I do believe that. I do think that's possible. I heard mental illness kind of skyrocketed, you know? Yeah. Uh, because of the pandemic. Okay, so let's get to this former NFL player. By the way, current XFL player. A current XFL player. Oh, he was in the XFL. He, that's right. This year he Ooh. was playing for the XFL Seattle Sea Dragons. You are correct. And this guy wasn't just a cup of coffee in the NFL. He played eight years in the NFL. Yeah, uh, that's D- a good run. D- yeah, it's good. Hell yeah. The average career is what, three and a half years? He he put in eight years as a defensive end. Uh, so let's do this. This is a PFT. Chris Smith, a defensive end who spent eight years in the NFL, has died randomly. No cause of death, conveniently. Smith was a 2014 fifth-round pick of the Jags. Played for the Bengals, Browns, Panthers, Raiders, Ravens, and Texans before getting around to the Sea Dragons. Now, I'm going to tell you, this is sad as hell when I saw this part. 
In 2019, while Smith was playing for the Browns, his girlfriend, Patera Cordero, who had recently given birth to their daughter, was struck and killed by a car after Smith and Cordero were involved in a minor accident. Their daughter has now lost both of her parents before her fourth birthday. That is sad. Wow. Yeah. Smith grew up in North Carolina, played for Arkansas, where he was a second-team All-SEC defensive end in 2013. Drafted by the Jags, played three seasons for him, played 72 NFL games. And once again, with all of this, don't we find it a little odd that we don't have cause of death? None of it. Where I mean, what exactly happened here? Anytime we talk about it, we don't ever find the cause of death. We never do. Look, I, I'm always going to think about Demar Hamlin sitting in a chair, looking across. Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan doing an interview. You get point blank asked, do the doctors know what happened? And you uh, get back. That's something I don't want to talk about. Wait, what? You, that's you something I don't, don't want to talk about. You don't want to talk about it? No, no. Okay, so there's millions of people playing organized sports across the country. You dropped on Monday night football from cardiac arrest at, what, 24 years old? Yep. And you don't want to talk about it. You you don't want to you, – you don't think there's a nugget? You don't think there's anything in there that could be valuable to somebody that might be out there that, that might have a condition – this is what happened. Oh, my God. Maybe we need to look into certain things as far as treatments around the field to have handy to, to be able to save lives. Any of this stuff. And it's pretty clear. The doctors told DeMar Hamlin something. Oh, he knows. He, he knows. They he, didn't say, he didn't say he didn't know. He just wants to stay away from it. Yeah. He, and, he knows. And, and look, we don't know what happened to uh, Chris Smith. We don't. Now I'm curious as to as to what the man's actual stats were in the NFL since he was a defensive end. But um, trying to see how many sacks he got. Obviously, eleven sacks and three forced fumbles. So he was. I mean, well, he had two seasons. He played all sixteen games. Uh, but here we are. Yet another person gone. We we don't know what happened. Thirty one years yep. old, Panthers Henry Anderson, defensive end. He was thirty one. Had a stroke last year. A, a stroke at thirty one years old. A stroke. Yeah. Eh, nothing. Nothing to see here. Please move along. Everything is obviously normal. Teddy Bruschi had one, I believe, at thirty one. But we Teddy actually got Bruce. an explanation for him. Right, right. Well, we got the we got the kid that Hunter Brown that played for Air Force football that dropped dead. The offensive lineman. Yep. At at Air Force Air Force University. You know, college team. 
Not normal, people. Not normal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. We got a super sticker here from Lisa Ringer for $10. And it actually says, because I can't see in the stream yard, number one fan. We appreciate that. We appreciate the donations. They really, really do help us out on these uh, live streams. Do you have the applause button? I think a $10 deserves a... There you go. I believe yeah. <laughs> what what's up with the delayed? Did you hear the delayed clap? It stopped for like a half a second and then clapped again. Oh, I think I hit a button. <laughs> that that's what it was. I think I hit a button. Yeah, to quote Ric Flair. Woo! Yes, thank you for And we that. we appreciate those uh super chats. Super chats. Uh I I gotta put a little something together. I, I'm still since we're going to be live streaming, I need about a good five clips yeah. for super chats, you know. Yeah, because we can load it into uh, StreamYard. Yeah, exactly. That'd yeah. be that'd be very cool. Yeah, very, every time, every cool time somebody sends one, we can just click the button and yeah, that'll work. All right. Um, see, we've been going. We've been going like an hour and ten minutes already, man. It's a pretty good show. Pretty good show. Oh, I like Joe Bob Tarheel. Deadlight. Deadlight. That's the new name. <laughs> uh, do we want to do uh, Crazy as Hell, AB, before we get off of here? We want to. Oh, shoot that yeah. We, 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 can do, we can do that one too. Yeah. We make yeah. our life easy. Go ahead, man. So. I'm sure many of you are massive fans of the following individual that we are about to talk about. His name, you know him well. You know him, you love him, you think he's crazier than a shithouse rat. Antonio Brown. He's That's back. Right. He's back and he is slamming Tom Brady again. I mean just when you just when nobody is talking about you. I know if I throw Tom Brady's name out there, I'm back in the news cycle. I am back in the news cycle once again. New York Post, Antonio Brown says he's he turned on Tom Brady after he cursed out his agent. Well, wait a minute now. Dude, wasn't his agent Kanye West? Wasn't, um, wasn't he his agent? Or, or just... I don't, West agent agency or company could have been under the Kanye's agent. I don't think Kanye was directly his Kanye, agent. Kanye's not a lawyer, so I don't think you be, have to be a lawyer to be an agent. You got to be NFLPA certified. And yeah, I'm pretty that, sure that Kanye West is not is not happening there. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Antonio Brown is airing out his grievances with Tom Brady once again. The former NFL receiver who has continuously trash-talked his former teammate and friend on several occasions alleged the newly retired quarterback, 45, cursed out Brown's agent as negotiations over the whiteouts returned to Tampa Bay unfolded after the Buccaneers' Super Bowl win in February 2021. Quote, now, when we get the ring in 2021, the next year, I'm the last guy 
that signed, he said, on the million dollars worth of game podcast. Oh, there he is right there. Antonio Brown. My agent, Ed Wazlulinski, question mark, is getting called, cursed out by Tom Brady over why he is pushing back for the contract for scraps. Imagine if you heard that, the, the guy, same guy that brought you in to win a ring, the same agent he told you to hook up with to get the deal is not telling me. The guy's calling him saying, yo, cursing him out about scraps of a contract. Brown, 34, arrived in Tampa Bay October 2020, months after Brady joined the team following two decades in New England. Two months after winning the Super Bowl title, Brown re-signed in April 2021. One-year deal, 6.25 mil, 3.1 guaranteed. Quote, I give everyone their props from a team standpoint as far as the team, but you know, we all got our own agendas in the midst of the team. So you're saying you're pro player, you're player first. Is that what we're getting around to? Mm -hmm. So when you're an older player, you get in deals like that, you feel like I'm telling my agent already before the season that this guy who hooked me up is calling him, cussing him out about a contract. Though Brown began the 2021 season as a member of the Buccaneers. The year didn't end that way. Midway through January 2022, oh, we all remember this. He stripped off and stormed off the field against the Jets. Yep. That's right. Brown accused the team of making him play while injured, whereas then head coach Bruce Arians told Jay Glazer he was trying to get the wide out into the game and the athlete refused leading up to his retirement from professional football brown frequently ridiculed brady on social media even calling attention to the quarterback's october 2022 divorce from giselle that's my number one issue with brown is how personal that dude he, he got. got very personal he got very personal some he of those got, memes are funny though i ain't gonna lie some of them they, were funny. <laughs> they were funny, but I mean, this dude don't know how to act right. Yeah, I mean, you got you got the issue where you're grabbing a woman in the pool, then in the same incident you flash your business, like ta-da action. You've run your mouth all over the place. The only lucid comment that Antonio Brown has ever had has been when he absolutely eviscerated Colin Kaepernick. Oh yeah. I got to give him credit for that. It was his he, one. That was, that was good right there. Yeah. He's, he was like, you know, Colin Kaepernick, we don't buy him yeah, at all. Yeah. He's, he's a fraud. He is a fraud. He's a grifter. Now one could argue Antonio Brown, you might be a grifter. Uh, I will say this, you know, what's sad about Antonio Brown having a mental split. And yeah, I think he's kind of off his rocker dude. He was like two seasons away from making a haul. You do yeah. realize that, right? Maybe even one good season. One, one, one <laughs> eight or 900-yard season with like 10 touchdowns, and he'd have been sniffing heavily because it's pretty unbelievable. His stats 
are nuts. If you ever go look up Antonio Brown's stats, and people said, well, in in Tampa Bay he wasn't performing. No. If you go look at the actual games that he played in when he was healthy, he was still getting like 10 for 130, you know? Yeah. In one or two touchdowns. He he um I saw him on video at Raiders camp. Remember before he uh jumped all over Mike Mayock, the general manager? Mm-hmm. That dude runs like a damn gazelle. I mean, it's one of the most natural. That dude is lightning fast. He's a great He's, athlete, man. Oh, absolutely. It's it's kind of messed up how off his rocker he's become he's he's had like a mental in my opinion some kind of a mental breakdown or something and he's turned into this total me 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 guy you know Vontez Burfick anybody oh just just saying (laughs) people believe he ain't been the same since and then then he came out and said he actually had CTE but he blamed James Harrison (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well, James Harrison put up put the wood on a lot of guys over the years. Yeah, so. but they did they even sorry, play against each other? Oh they yeah, one oh, game. Yeah, maybe because because Harrison went to uh, didn't he go to the Bengals for uh, like a hot second? But I think they played one game against each other. Did Harrison light him up in that one? He must have lit him I, up. I in don't. That I don't know. Game. But you ain't getting CTE from just one play. No, no, you're <laughs> no, not. no. It, well, and let us let us be real. He's not exactly. I don't think the sharpest tool in the shed either. Right. You know. Right. So that's sad. You could have made a lot of money if you kept your head on straight. Yeah. Um, if you'd have kept your head on straight in New England, woo, that could have been something else. Yeah. You know, they could have used him there. That's it. That yep. is it. Good show. Good show, guys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, coming out today. Uh, we'll be back um, tomorrow. Oh, have we decided what time we're going to do it? Because you got to go out out of town. Yeah, I'm guessing I'm, it's going to be uh, noon before I let get me, back. Let me say like 2 p.m. maybe. Probably 2 p.m. tomorrow would be good. Okay. Because that's before son gets home off the bus and then everything becomes nuts dogs barking and all kinds of video unfriendly goings on begins <laughs> happening around that time yeah so yeah right. so we're gonna shoot for 2 p.m tomorrow guys central standard time so be Absolutely. safe guys we will see you guys tomorrow peace we're out till next time something exciting